Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Whoa, 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 whoa. Almost to the end of my show. Womp, womp. Only on till 12. But don't worry, C-Max coming up for the Yankee fans that want to call the fan with something to say, want to weigh in on Hal Steinbrenner and Randy Levine and... Oh, man, why say anything, bro? Why even do that? Say less. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. Say less, man. You're the New York Yankees. Don't come out there and give us that. We're just getting laughed at. Anywho, 877-337-6666. Coming up by Casamigos Big Shot of the Night. Let's take some calls, though. Izzy out in Lindenhurst on the fan. Hey, Keith, how's it going? Good, man. Thanks for holding. You got it. No problem. Just um, want to talk a bit, Giants. Um, I think this season, as bad as it is, you know, it's a blessing in disguise because it's it's going to be – it's a trigger for the rebuild we actually need mm-hmm. where, we, where this regime gets rid of some core players that they inherited with their expiring contracts. I think um, – the way this line is, one of the main issues is that they just cannot control the line of scrimmage. You're not going to go far until you build that depth and get quality players on both sides of the line of scrimmage. Um, I think they've kind of done that a bit with Kayvon, getting Kayvon, um, bringing in Isaiah Simmons. You know, they're, they're getting quality players. But as far as, like, the quarterback, this is the perfect time for them to rebuild. I'm not saying that they have to kind of tank. I just think the the talent isn't there for them to have a good season. It's pretty evident because they don't have the depth on the offensive line. It's not built yet. But I think this is the perfect moment for them to have a high draft pick in the draft where there's coveted quarterbacks where they can potentially land one of the two big ones. And I think if they lose, which I am anticipating against Buffalo, they need to start selling off, whether it's Saquon or Dory Jackson, Leonard Williams, Xavier McKinney, get those contracts out. The best thing they could do is accumulate draft picks, shed salary, and next offseason really get quality starters, whether it's via the draft, or whether it's signing big players that can contribute. Minor setback for a major comeback. I can see it. You know, being ahead of schedule last I mean, year. I, go ahead. Like, if you think about it, Dave and Shane have done everything right. They, 
I, I don't know everything because we're, we're talking about the draft now. Did they hit on Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal? We don't know. Oh, yet. They hit on Kayvon. Mm. I mean, he has four sacks already in four in what four or five games. They definitely hit, hit on Deontay Banks. You know, he's been solid. I don't know. But, um, they, they've had a ton of picks. Yeah, and, um... I, I, yeah. No, I get that. But then I'm, I'm not expecting third and fourth round picks to be studs here. You know, they their draft their first draft was last year. Yeah. And it's a rebuild. And that's just so some, that's just the reminder of it all. Thanks for the call. Izzy the reminder is this is year two of a rebuild. This is the second year that your GM and head coach are here and working together. What I was gonna say was last year was great. It was a little fun magic carpet ride. But like it fooled a lot of people to thinking the Giants are back. Rebuild, that took no time. We're way ahead of schedule. We're ready to compete. Daniel Jones is him. Pay him. I don't know, man. It's uh, it's crazy. The NFL is nuts. You literally can't make this up. It's bogus if you ask me. Like, you, like it's hard to hit bets. It's hard to put together parlays. I don't know who. I, as soon as I think I have some intel, I'm putting together parlays. I'm like, they lost it? How? Come on. Lamar Jackson had, like, four touchdown passes potentially dropped. Like, come on. They lost to the Steelers? As soon as they tell you all oh, the, the Dolphins, 70 points, look out now. They go get waxed by, the, you know. As soon as they tell you the Buffalo Bills beat the Dolphins, they go to London and they get rolled by the Jags. The Jags, oh, look out for Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. They get beat by C.J. Stroud and the Texans any given Sunday. But, yeah, maybe maybe this season is a blessing in disguise because I do think that they did make the right choice with Shane and Dable. I, I think they are good football guys. I think we're still looking at what they inherited and, and and understanding that, like, hey, you're not sneaking up on anybody this year like you did last year. And uh, the talent disparity, like, you, you thought the cover was bare last year. You thought you didn't have talent last year. And, you know, I guess teams underestimating you you and you were able to get it done. Uh, but not this year. You got a $40 million quarterback and the coach of the year. Teams are pinning their ears back, and they're coming for you. And you're not ready. And you're trying to run an offense that you don't have the horses for. And your defense, you, you know, you, Wink is a good defensive-minded guy that can scheme or whatever, but it's hard to play defense when you're not getting in the end zone. You're not scoring any points. So I don't know what it means. Let's see what happens against the Bills. I don't think they're winning that game. You know, they just – when it rains, it pours. Uh, like, now Waller is hurt, and, you know, Waller's been injury-prone. Uh, Daniel Jones got a, the neck injury again. Saquon, we're not sure about. Andrew Thomas, like those are arguably your four best offensive players that are compromised right now. Doug is in Washington Heights on the fan. Go for it, Doug. Keith, what's up, man? Uh, first time calling. Um, big fan of your work. When Carton uh, left the station, I asked myself, who's my guy now? And your style is very different from Carton's. I know that, but you've become my guy. And on top of that, I've really enjoyed listening to you just because our love of sports aside, I, we have a few things in common. Uh, I got a seven-month-old daughter at home. It's my first. My job right now, is, my normal job is on strike. So I'm doing the whole Uber Lyft thing until the whole strike thing clears up. So when you talk about Uber and Lyft, I definitely relate. And I'm also doing the daddy daycare thing. Uh, then the wife comes home, and I go – 
from work, and I go off to Uber and Lyft. So. Oh, God bless you, man. Congratulations, and I, and I hope you get paid. I hope, I hope you're able to, you know, get in the car and hustle, and people are giving you tips and not uh, giving you too many headaches behind the wheel. Well, you already know the answer on all fronts there. So Yeah, it's a little bit of both. <laughs> but uh, I'm a diehard Big Blue fan, and with Evan Neal, I mean, I know there are a lot of fans that are saying, this guy's a bus, cut him. And I know there are a lot of fans that are saying, this guy's a jerk, I want him out of here. And I, I have a little more realistic pick, because, I mean, the first-round pick, high pick, got a big investment in him. It's only his second year, early into it. And at this point, the training wheels are off. He's got a little more than a season underneath his belt, plus two postseason games. So what I'm wondering is, let's assume that he doesn't work out for right tackle. How long do you give him before you try to guard? Like, they didn't even do that with Eric Flowers. They said, oh, he's not working out in left tackle. Let's shift him to right. Oh, he's no good. Let's cut him. And now we know uh, this guy got shifted over to left tackle. We got Andrew Thomas, and he's a stud. But maybe we could salvage this guy if he flames out at right tackle at guard. But how much longer do we give him at right tackle? Uh, well, he certainly didn't help himself with his comments last week. He certainly put a target on his back, then went out in Miami and just, like, didn't have it. And uh, I don't know. You, you used a seventh overall pick on the guy. He has the frame of a tackle. He's 6'8", 340. You could move him inside, but, like, I don't know. I think they got to work with him. Um, we, we all talked about the leap that Andrew Thomas made from year one to two to now, and you got to have some type of hope and faith that this guy can figure it out. It starts upstairs. It starts with knowing who to block, recognizing there were clips that came out that just showed you when the ball is snapped, this guy does not necessarily know what to do every play. So they got to get that squared away first. I think they're going to keep trying with him at right tackle. Um, but if they get into the draft next year and they're projected to take a, a right tackle and they have a high pick, Maybe they they move him over if you know if they find somebody else. But I just don't think he's a guard. I think they got to work with him and figure it out. I don't think they're giving up on him right away. That that's not you know a guy that went to IMG Academy, went to Alabama, has film of him just bulldozing guys, being an, a very athletic tackle, especially in this league with these athletic defensive ends. You you got to try and and work with him and. Uh, and get him to develop and evolve into the guy he could be before you just switch his position to, to guard. Oh, I agree with you 100%. I just worry that it's not going to work and they bang their heads against the wall for another two years. Which no, is it won't, it won't be a two-year. It's, it's this year. Like It won't be another two years of, a, you know, well, we drafted this guy to be our right tackle. If it ain't working, like, you know, this isn't a Zach Wilson situation. They're not going to keep running him out there. I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Doug. Uh, congrats to you and your wife on the little one, and good luck driving Lyft Uber. These people do not tip, and if they tip, it's a dollar. And they jump in your car, and the mess up thing about Lyft Uber, from my experience, is like people jump in your car, and they think that that little 15, 20 minutes that they are um, purchasing a ride, that now they are in a limousine, and they own your car, and they can tell you what to do, tell you what to put on the radio, uh, it depends, man. It is literally a roulette wheel. You are spinning a wheel. You don't know who's about to get in your whip. I have had people get in the car with weed. I've had people come out of the restaurant with drinks. Sir, can you please put that drink down? I've had people get in the car and have conversations that I did not want to be privy to. 
I've had people get in the car and just not want to talk at all. Uh, usually used to say, you know, hey, how you doing? And confirm. And that's another thing. Make sure y'all are confirming. You know, I told a story the other day how I pulled up here to WFAN. And and before I could even turn my car off, somebody opened, I, like, somebody opened my back right door. And my baby seat is in the back right door. He opened the door and saw that. I closed the door real quick. I'm like, I hopped out of the car like, what the F are you doing? And he, like, ran down the street. Oh, my bad. I thought you were the Uber. Look at the app. Identify the vehicle make, model, and license plate. And people get in trouble that way. Let's go to Long Beach and talk to Mario on the fan. What's up, Mario? Hey, how you doing, Keith? I'm good. How are you? Good. I think you're doing a great job. I see you one day being on the morning drive, the afternoon drive, or the evening drive. I, I don't know, man. These guys are pretty locked in. We yeah, just changed but things. You're young. You got time. You know, things change. Yeah, you know? youngest on the fan, fun. younger than the station. Only one younger than the station. So may, yeah, maybe someday. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Absolutely. Uh, I got uh, two uh, points, and I'd like to know your opinion. One is uh, on uh, Daniel. One is on Saquon Barkley, and one is on the Jets with uh, with Cousins. Okay. Now, the first question on Cousins is: I really don't like him for one reason. He's very immobile. He doesn't move at all. So my question is: the offensive line's not that great. I have a little problem with him getting sacked. Secondly, he's been terrible in the playoffs. But I mean, we have to get there first. Third is: what would you give up for him? Now, let me go to the Saquon question, and I'll hang up and listen to your response. Saquon question is this. I think that, you know, Saquon is so important to the, to the, uh, to the Giants winning. Wouldn't you agree that he might be just as important or more than Daniel Jones to a win? He is, yeah. He, like, so, so the offense you, doesn't run okay. through Daniel Jones. Clearly, they can't even score. They can't run the offense with Daniel Jones. It starts and ends with Saquon Barkley. That's where everything you know, branches off of the threat of yeah, Saquon so, Barkley. So my question, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. My question is this. Based on that, I don't care what the franchise tag is. His value to the Giants is, is far exceeds the franchise. <laughs> That's what he was talking about in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so if he, if you look, say, at Dexter Lawrence, for example, their, their nose tackle, they recently signed to a four-year, four $90 million contract with $60 million guaranteed. That's 22.5 a year. So now, if he's looking at this Barkley, and then he's looking, say, at Galladay, who got well, Galladay, that, that receiver that they cut, he got a seventeen of, of million. Of course, he's looking at. Him. Of course, he's aware of. He's aware of everybody around him and what they're making, and how so many how on, many hits yeah, he I'm has sorry. to take carrying the ball thirty times a game. How many wins exactly. they got that he was the deciding factor. He ran for that first down where they could kill the clock. He got the two point conversion. He scored the exactly. game winning touchdown. Exactly. So my point basically is, is why should he's got to make a business decision? Why should he come back if he's not a hundred and ten percent? I wouldn't. Because if, if if he got if he gets hurt, he gets zero. Yep, I right? wouldn't. And and yeah, I mean, I don't so, think he's that so, kind of guy. But I'd be looking at the bills and and going up there to Orchard Park and say, yeah, I need another week. I need another week, coach. I can't cut. I, can't, I don't have my burst. I want to be effective. Home sweet home. We got back-to-back home games against the Commanders. Oh, that's an NFC East division game. I'll be ready for that one. Oh, then the Jets. I grew up a Jets fan. I'll be ready to play that game, Coach. No point in, in me flying out there to, um, you know, Western New York and, and trying to, you know, champ it out against the Bills. We ain't beating them anyway. So go ahead and exactly. give the ball to Eric Gray. Exactly. I'll, I'll hang up and listen to your, your uh, response Cousins, to uh, Cousins. Okay? Yeah. Nice talking to you. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks, Mario. So Kirk Cousins, yeah, he's not um, – Lamar Jackson, he can't boogie like that. He's not 
He's not running the ball. But he is cerebral. He knows where to go with the ball, unlike the quarterback that you watch every Sunday. He knows how to do what's called a pre-snap read. Identify what is going on in front of him. So when it is said, oh, it's one Mississippi, two Mississippi, that ball is out. So I wouldn't even be worried about that. It would change. Aaron Rodgers clearly couldn't run either. He was under duress all four plays that he ran. And finito. Kirk Cousins has failed, yes, but so what? That's what you're supposed to fail. You miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Who knows? NFL, you can't make this up. Maybe if they make the move to make Kirk Cousins, it actually all connects with the Jets, and he does hit his receivers, and he does make the throws, and he does excel and win, and they get to the playoffs and make a run. You don't know that. The Vikings' defense sucks. And you know what? His skill position guys that he gets the ball to, they cough it up. They fumble it away. Now, what would it take to get Kirk Cousins? Now, that's where it gets tricky. And in between every update, I've been talking to Marco about this. So I'll give Marco a little credit. He said that's what's stopping all of this because of the situation the Jets are already in. You moved hell in high water. You did everything in your power to get Aaron Rodgers. You wasted a number two overall pick on Zach Wilson. There is a salary cap. You brought in... Aaron Rodgers' buddies, hey, Randall Cobb come through, Alan Lazard come through. You even paid McCole Hardman, and since your quarterback is Zach Wilson, you really got no use for him. Uh, You got to run out guys like, uh, you know, you guys understand. So what would you be giving up to the Minnesota Vikings, who I think they'd be trying to finesse you a bit. They'd be trying to get a good bang for their buck. How much more are you willing to give up to make up for the mistake you made in drafting Zach Wilson? And even if you do get... Kirk Cousins, there's three weeks until the trade deadline, right? Even if you do get Kirk Cousins, it's not a guarantee you make the playoffs. I I think we do overstate what this defense is and how good they are. And then I think we do underestimate any given Sunday, their own division, the AFC. It's not a guarantee, oh, we get Kirk Cousins, we're definitely in. I mean, there's some of you actually saying that, oh, we're going to win a lot of games with Zach Wilson playing this way. He can get us to the playoffs. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. 877-337-6666. I I just don't think that for a half a season of Kirk Cousins that may or may not get you into the playoffs, they're going to give up what the Vikings would ask for. This is Keith McPherson on The Fan. When we come back, my Casamigos big shot of the night. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Fan. Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila is brought to you by those who drink it. Tonight's Casamigos Big Shot of the Night is the guy in Philly that wears number three for AI, and uh, he might as well be artificial intelligence, is Bryce Harper. I mean, let me uh, set the stage for you guys. So you remember uh, game two in Atlanta. He got doubled up, right? A ridiculous play to end the game. I thought it was lit. You know, Michael Harris catches the ball, throws it in. Austin Riley was my Casamigos big shot of the night that night. He hit the go-ahead homer, doubled up Harper. And then after the game, Orlando Arcia was chirping, saying, ha ha, that a boy, Harper, got him. Well, word got back to Bryce Harper. And that's the type of guy that you do not want to poke. You do not want to poke that bear. So... They asked him after the game tonight, um, how'd you hear about, um, you know, Orlando Arcia's 
uh, ha-ha, attaboy, Harper, um, that he said to reporters after the game. He said, well, my, my teammates kind of told me. And they looked at me and they were like, what are you going to do? So Bryce Harper, who we know listens to our sister station down there in Philadelphia, WIP, he literally says he listens to the afternoon drive show as he's driving to the ballpark to hear what the fans think, how they feel about the team. Bro, I got he could literally be listening to WFAN in New York. Anyway, uh, Bryce Harper pulls up to the bank wearing a Deion Sanders primetime shirt. He knew it was primetime tonight. He knew it was primetime tonight. He proceeds to uh, hit two homers and uh, hit a three-run homer to blow that game open to turn that place upside down. He goes two for five. With four RBI hitting two homers, and there is a picture floating around on Twitter, on Instagram, that you just have to see of a stone cold killer stepping on second base and looking at Orlando Arcia like, What say you now? You're one game away from your magical brave season ending. Bryce Harper is your big shot of the night. Casamigos, <laughs> I drink it and they paying me for it. 877 337. 6666 Keith McPherson on the fan taking you till 12. Big Mac is in the newsroom putting his notes together, his thoughts together. He's coming up next, man. You know, Jeff Passan put out there, Bryce Harper is 30 years old. He has now spent half his life squarely in the limelight. He is a beloved teammate, a tremendous leader, an elite player, and as clutch as anyone in the game. He is not just everything he was supposed to be, he is more. And I replied to that. We are all witnesses. He's LeBron-like, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember seeing LeBron on Sports Illustrated when I was a, a, a young kid in high school. LeBron, I think, was a senior when I was in eighth grade or, or coming into freshman year. And Bryce Harper, I think, is a couple years younger than me. Um, Bryce Harper, I think, was a freshman when I was a senior. And we saw him come. Remember they talking about this kid in Vegas in 500 bombs? And this kid is not going to college. He's not, he's skipping all that. They know what he is because his big, brolic dad was training him. He is what we thought he was. And imagine having the power to make this guy who is a Yankee fan today, tomorrow, forever, a New York Yankee, and saying, we're not looking for outfielders. We've got Jacoby Ellsbury. We've got Clint Frazier. <laughs> We've got Aaron Hicks. Criminal. Shame. Shame on you. All right. Back to the phones we go. Frank in Baldwin, New York. Tell me something, man. You're on the fan. How you doing, my friend? First off, I want to say I thought it was going to be so hard to replace the schmooze, but boy, you're amazing. And I really enjoy listening. No to one has replaced the schmooze. He'll be back on Saturdays, and Steve is my OG. I love Steve, bro. Oh, he's he's oh, gracious. So I, I didn't replace him. I just brought my energy and my style to the fan. I, I really worked on my craft and learned how to host my show and what I wanted my show to sound like, and I think I've added to it. But I don't, I don't think I've, I've replaced Steve. He's still coming in with the yellow pads and doing his thing. It's theater of the mind, and um, I'm glad that he's still back in the fold. I, I didn't replace him. Well, you're going to be a good replacement when he's not on the air. So nice to listen to. I mean, anyway, they let's... put me in the nighttime spot, but like, oh, well, you know, no, one can, no one can walk in that man's shoes. Well, you're getting that, buddy. Well, so thank let's you. talk. I'm a Jets and Mets fan, and I'm in a lot of pain, you know? This yeah. whole thing with, with the quarterback reminds me so much of, of the Daniel Vogelback situation. The same yeah. thing with wow. the quarterback. There's so many similarities. 
What do you think? You're the first person I heard make that parallel. Zach Wilson and Daniel Vogelback. You know he's no good, but you got to watch him play over and over and over again. They keep forcing him on you, and you're like, "How? What, what is going on? Who is making this decision? Am I crazy? Am I watching something that they don't see? What do they see that I don't see? Oh, and it's so painful to watch. And even, I'm sure, I really think, though, you know, a manager, what's his name, um, he, he probably Buck Walter. Yeah, Buck didn't want to have him in the lineup. <laughs> no, but. of course not. As soon as Buck was fired, oh, a random report comes out. Nah, that was Billy Epler. That was that was Billy yeah. Epler who wanted because Billy Epler made the trade. And where did Absolutely. Billy Epler come from? The Brian okay. Cashman school of GMing, and Brian Cashman loves to die hard on what his trades and his contracts. Well, if, if I did it, we're gonna see it through. We're gonna make sure it, it comes through. We're we're gonna make sure it's right. Yeah. Okay. So right now, as a Jets fan, would you take right now? Would you rather have um, Darnold in there or Geno Smith in there? Oh man! Well, you can't go backwards now. They ruin every quarterback they get. I think that is incredible too. Everybody wants to talk about curses and BT said, "Oh, they can't say a curse." Can't no. What the Jets are curse? Like, and they also have a curse of like drafting these quarterbacks and not developing them properly. And it's so easy to look around the league and see. What other teams do to get the most out of these kids? Some of these kids now are coming into the league NFL ready because they have quarterback coaches and the lead 11 and they're training and they know how to read defenses. They know how to throw in anticipation. They're ready. But a kid like Zach Wilson was a project from the get-go. And how did you even for a millisecond think, oh, he's ready to play in the NFL week one? Yeah, absolutely. You know, at this point, I think getting rid of Mike White was a big mistake, you know? It wasn't a big mistake, and also that was them coddling Zach Wilson because of last year, everyone championing Mike White, Mike F and White. Yeah, Zach sucks. We love Mike White. Please, we're trying to win. And you couldn't keep that guy hanging around, but you should have, right? You should have paid him whatever the Dolphins paid him, made him the second string, and made Zach the third string. Tim Boyle is here, and shout out to Timmy Boyle. He knows the system. He's another Aaron Rodgers friend uh, Aaron Rodgers pal that they brought along for the ride but like you can't go to him Zach Wilson might actually be better than him so like you're defaulting into Zach Wilson again and again and again and again and uh, now you you're forced to believe you got to believe that's your quarterback let me ask something if Daniel Jones came to the Jets do you think he'd play a lot better I think the Jets is a perfect fit for a guy like Daniel Jones what do you think about that no yeah, well it's I mean it's never gonna happen and and I think that the Jets offensive line is better than the Giants' offensive line, for sure. I think that the Jets' talent at receiver and on defense is better, oh, yeah. for sure. So, yes, if Daniel Jones was quarterbacking the Jets, he would have more success. He'd still probably make some of those little Daniel Jones mistakes, not reading the defenses, not picking up blitzes, you know, kind of being space cadet or whatever, but he would have more success than yeah, Zach Wilson. Right he's shown us already. Like, he's shown us, he's shown us from his rookie year he was a better rookie than Zach Wilson. And he's shown us. Absolutely. Yeah. He, and he could scramble and move. So you put him with our running backs on the Jets. I think, I think you know, if, if he was on the Jets, I think we really have a shot at making the playoffs. I really do. Yeah. And if my uh, aunt and my uncle, and you know what they say about that. Thanks for the call, Frank. Yeah, just, you know, alternate reality stuff, man. Alternate reality stuff that we do as sports fans. It's not the NFL, or <laughs> it's the NFL, not the NFL. There's so many ifs, right? What if the Jets didn't go win that game and they actually just got the number one overall pick and got Trevor Lawrence? Could you imagine Trevor Lawrence in this situation? They probably would have found a way to screw that kid up too.
877-337-6666. This is the last little run I've got. And then tomorrow I'm going to the Devils game. We've got Thursday night football. I'll pull up over here after I watch the Devils get a win. Uh, we'll have a little, like, two-hour show after Thursday night football. But then Friday, Freaky Friday, Friday the 13th, another five-hour KM to AM. Stay with us. We'll be right back. That's another one, baby. Another five-hour KM to AM in the books, you know. Shout out to my guy Andrew Levy. When I first started, they called these the five-hour marathon. And I was like, nah, I don't want to call it the marathon. I got to sprint through it. I got to run, baby. KM to AM. The last thing I wanted to say here about the Yankees, and shout out to my boy Jonesy. Jonesy, you're coming with me to uh, Prudential Center to see the Devils tomorrow because you just, you know, jogged my memory of something that I wanted to say about Cashman on air, and I haven't said. You know, we talk about the disconnect between the front office and the fans. There's also a disconnect between the front office and the team and the clubhouse, right? There's something to be said about chemistry with teams. The heartbeat, the feel of these guys. Man, the Phillies have chemistry. Harper's teammates looked at him and said, what you going to do? <laughs> and Harper said, you already know what I'm going to do. I got your back. You got my back, I got your back. Brian Cashman has consistently broken up the chemistry in the clubhouse, right? So my boy Jonesy's talking to me about Didi. And I know he loves Didi. He's running to Didi in the Netherlands and some other place. Maybe not the Netherlands, Jones. I'm messing up the story. But, you know, he brought up how they didn't want to pick up Didi's option that year. And and anybody that was watching the Yankees or going to the stadium, we knew Glaber Torres wasn't no shortstop. And remember, Didi got hurt in the World Baseball Classic and Glaber filled in or whatever, and Glaber projected as a shortstop. But we knew he wasn't a shortstop. Imagine him being the Yankees shortstop, as many mistakes and errors as he makes. No, they didn't want to pick up Didi's $17 million option. Didi is... Like, some of these young Yankee fans, hero. He replaced Derek Jeter. He hit grand slams. He used emojis. And also, he was a clubhouse glue guy. You moved on from him because you weren't paying Glaber Torres anything, and you thought you could just, boop, Glaber, you go play shortstop. And we'll push you into the Pantheon as the next great Yankee shortstop. No, Glaber couldn't do it. He struggled. We had to watch that. That was a mistake. And then Glaber was friends with the third baseman next to him, Gio. They were best buddies. They broke up that duo and that tandem, Gio to God, who fans loved, who came to the plate playing gospel music, God, like, literally, like, church music. And you brought in Josh Donaldson, who literally called out your ace, was the first one to drop his name in the whole sticky stuff thing. That's who you put in the clubhouse. Those are mistakes, and they're obvious mistakes. I could keep going on, but I don't have that much time. And I'm getting some of these Yankee fans ready to call C-Mac because when he opens up, I'm sure he's got some things to say. 877-337-6666. You'll be on with him. Let me take my last calls of the night. Young Josh and Pasek, what's up? You're back on the fan. Hey, Keith, what's up? You know, watching the Dodgers try and come back here, uh, but I think it's a wrap for them. What are you thinking? I mean, it's just crazy to see these dominant teams in the regular season, the Dodgers and the Braves, and like also the Orioles, also. So it and is teams, a crapshoot. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it really is confirmed. This new format for sure, with the bye week and an extra wild card team, and yeah. It's just crazy, but then you have the Astros. Every year, they're the only team to find that just consistent 
ALCS. Yeah, hopefully they get knocked off by the Rangers. Let's go, Rangers. Not you know, I can't say if I'm going for it. Just, it's a rough series to watch at the Phillies Braves because I hate Philly fans. I just hate, I don't like the Braves too much, especially wow. because since that Kelsey's last you're, year. Because you're, you're, you're LGM. You just, you just can't get that. You know, that sucks. I was saying last night, how did the Mets fans feel, or two nights ago, I'm like, how did the Mets fans feel watching Travis Darno go deep off of Zach Wheeler? There's, it's like always, a, there's always an NL East. Oh, there's always an NL East team in the World Series. So every World Series, I have to pick the AL. But with the Giants, I don't, I don't think there's any reason they should rush rush back Daniel Jones. Playing against a good Bills defense, just play Tyra Taylor for that game. Just see what he does throughout a full game. Yeah. I think Daniel Jones is better than him, but why would he rush him back for a good pass rush and the worst offensive line? His old stomping grounds. Tyrod used to be the starting quarterback for the Bills. Let maybe Tyrod he'll get a storyline there. Maybe he'll get a win there. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe he'll go and ball out. Revenge game. And then Mark Kaya, because he'll throw the ball more deep. That's why I saw something like that. He's got but, nothing to lose. Tyrod's going to go out there. He's going to take care of the ball, but he's going to go out there and play. He stays healthy the full game. But quick uh, fantasy question before I go. Elijah Moore or Rasheed Rice? Elijah Moore or Rasheed Rice? I got Pickens and Watson. I'm Rasheed dying. Rice, so, yeah. he plays with Patrick Mahomes. Elijah Moore plays with Deshaun Watson. Is Deshaun Watson going to play? And aren't they playing the Niners? Um, either they have to throw, they just going to look like Dak trying to throw. But Sean, what do you play? I would play Rasheed Rice. I wouldn't play Elijah Moore against the 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 Niners defense. They are hell. Trust me, I know. I was watching the Cowboys. I'm like, they can't do anything against these guys. And I guess I'll do it because so far you've been right in the past. I asked you for a few things so far. It's been all good. Let's see if that streak could continue. Okay, thanks for taking my call. And just pump for the double season to start tomorrow night. That's going to be great, and we'll have to see what happens there. Have a good night, Keith. Thanks for the call, young Josh. My last call of the night goes to South Yonkers. Let's talk to Butch before I go. What's up, Butch? What's up, Big Keith, man? You know, holding hey, it down. Like young Josh said, man, we got to leave uh, Daniel at home, man. Let Tyrod play, man. There's no need to rush him back for a game that they probably might lose anyway. So let him stay home, man. He's been sacked 17 times in two games. There's no need to rush him back. Yeah, the bye week isn't until week 13. It's week six. This man has taken a beating every week. Give him a break. I know he's going to try and be tough. I know he's, he's the, you know, the quiet type, so he's not going to really express it. But we know the injury history. We know what happened to him. And they pretty much were alluding to the fact, like, hey, if he gets hit the wrong way, like, remember Peyton Manning and his neck and that whole situation? Like, you can't play around with that. It, it's deeper than rap. Like, it's not just football. It's this man's career and life. Like, I, like. There's no reason to force him into harm's way and play this Sunday night football game. Let Tyrod get some burn. Yeah, especially with a neck injury like that, man. This guy's been, you know, he's been in line. He's been ashamed of himself. They can't even protect the guy, man. You know, how they look at him in practice. I don't know. No. They like they let guys just run free. They get beat in one second. Yeah. It is crazy watching the Giants game. It's a jailbreak. It's like run for cover. I I, I don't know. They can't they can't put him in harm's way against the Bills defense. Um, let Tyrod take some hits this week. Tyrod's been chilling, you know. It's yeah, time. Man's running for his life. So on another note, back to baseball, man. All those big teams are on the way home, huh? <laughs> American League Leafs, man. The American League Leafs. Yep, zero postseason None of them showed up. They won one game. We got these hundred win teams and the Orioles, the uh, Dodgers, yeah. the Braves. They're they're about to be uh, same place the Yankees and the Mets are. Yep. And- Baltimore, the Jays, and the Rays, none of them won one game. Not so. one. The, oh, AL, the AL least, right? Best regular season team. AL least. Thanks for the call, Butch. That's all we got, man. Uh, tonight was my mom's birthday, so I want to dedicate this show to her. 
Yesterday was unfortunately the eighth year anniversary of my brother passing. It sucks that those two things are connected uh, together, but you know, I just want to shout out my family. Thank you for the support and believing in me. We did it and we're going to keep doing it. So thank you everybody that listens and calls and supports me as well. You guys keep me going. I show up here for you. And I'll be back tomorrow after the Devils game. And we'll rock again Friday. It's a football Friday. Friday the 13th. Maybe I'll put some bars together. Keep McPherson on the fan. C-Max coming up next. I'm out of here. Have a good night. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.